0: and we're back again yes right before the holidays we are getting in a quick uh hockey podcast in there uh
1: like this, today's very is, quick yeah very podcast. quick it's
0: probably gonna be our shortest hockey podcast ever
1: i'd say it um, will be lucky if if it's more yeah, than I'll 30 honest,
0: minutes we just <laughs> we just ordered a bronze and Ron's usually takes like 40 minutes to get done so yeah that, that might be as long as this podcast is so
1: yeah that's amazing What'd you get me from Ron's?
0: I got you nothing.
1: Damn
0: you. You're a little far.
1: I, I bet you by the time your food gets here, I would get there in time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you probably could, <laughs> um, yes. All right. but we're keeping it simple today. We're not even really going to talk about flyers, even though there is some nope. flyers news. We'll talk about it at a later date, uh, but we're going to talk more about the second round of the playoffs. And that's pretty much it. Some teams out of it, um, a little bit about the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, the Florida Panthers, and just anything else playoff-wise we can really think about. Um, and one little thing I kind of have overall, overall with the second round of, the, of these playoffs. Yeah,
1: um, I agree.
0: Wow, Jeff, are you hungry?
1: Clearly. Wow. <laughs> you hear my stomach grumbling.
0: Yeah, I know. Jesus. Anyways. Um, but... <sighs> So far, only one series has been concluded. And obviously that is the lightning sweeping our Claude Drew out of potentially a cup, um, which, you yes. know, it's, it's just a very heart, heartbreaking and uh, very rude of the lightning just to ruin that for Claude Drew. It, it really and, is. You know, it really Farton is rude just to, for, you know, like
1: for uh, Tampa Bay to ruin Drew. And, I know. And, and what's even Doran.
0: sadder is that they only had three goals in the hi- entire series. That's so sad. Yeah, it, it really I don't is. know if that shows how great Vasilevsky and the Lightning are, or just how over their over uh, what's the word uh, kind of over their heads Florida kind of was at times. i we will get both. we'll get into it a little bit more about Florida because um, I have a lot that I kind of want to break down there. Um, but there was actually an exciting game last night and they're the water avalanche yeah. and uh columbus blue jackets or columbus blue jackets wow sorry the blues run the name uh st louis blues they're not even in the same That's conference so anymore so they close. haven't been in the same conference <laughs> in over uh, 11 years i think right wasn't 2011 they moved to the east i don't even that? know
1: anymore
0: it, it, it knows. i was going to say was did they move the same time detroit moved or was that
1: before no they was the same time because they they you know, those same
0: time. Yeah. I figured I thought so. Um, but yeah. And I actually have a think Cause obviously this series has a lot of shit going back and forth um, with obviously Kadri and what was pretty clearly an incidental play, just blown out of proportion by the St. Louis blues yeah. fan bases, fan base to everyone pretty much in St. Louis. Um, Just kind of taking this shit too far. Obviously, Kadri's had some uh, death threats because of it and everything. And obviously, Kadri has his own kind of uh, history of controversial hits and everything. But this was not like an an egregious kind of thing.
1: I'll put it this way. It's no secret. I am not a fan of Nazem Kadri on the ice. On the ice, I will, you know, show so many, you know, just... Yeah, how I do not like him as a hockey player. Okay, first and foremost, I'm not a fan of his. Is he talented? Sure, he's talented. Do I like him as he a hockey player on the ice? Yeah. Do I like is him he on the ice? He's gonna get a contract as a player. No, worth. I do not. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, but do I think he's this horrible human being even off ice? No, of course not. No. It is a sport. It is a game of hockey.
0: Yeah, I'd that say- is what
1: most people do not understand. Is look. We, you know, us fans, we are just that we're fans. Yeah. These guys are the ones playing on the ice. They're the players. Same thing with any sport. But at the end of the day, we are all human beings. No one should, it doesn't matter their race, their religion. It doesn't matter, you know, their gender. Yeah. It does not matter. What matters is we are all human beings by the end of the day. No yeah, one, that... and I mean absolutely no one, deserves to be disrespected, to receive disgusting horrible threats like Kadri and his family had. Yeah. It's disgusting. And some of them, I don't know if you've had the time to read them Mike, but they're I've heard about disc- them. I didn't really They're see ruthless. Other. Um there ha- there has been some fans, I will say that have actually gone as far um, you know, to defend Kadri by reporting those who sent those direct messages to Kadri's family. Yeah. And they've contacted for example, there's a student who um he lost his uh like he got kicked out of his fraternity for and he's probably gonna get suspended at minimum from school, if not hopefully expelled from it. Yeah. Um so you know, little things like that. But regardless though, going to the play itself, I've watched it up ten times at least. I always think Kadri is a pretty, you know, dirty player on the ice. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a fan of it on the ice but with that being said the play that injured ben, uh, jordan bennington bennington excuse me it was not dirty it was bennington's own defenseman checked cadre whose direction was changed because of the check and it was just an unfortunate hockey play yeah. it happened you gotta move on yeah. but then you have david perron who continuously tries to go after cadre and even after coverage scored another goal yeah. And and that's kind of uh, that's something I also want to yeah. kind of tangent off yeah. of with this yeah. conversation and, too. And we'll get into that in a second because I want to hear a little bit about your thoughts
0: too. Um, oh, are you done with what you're saying there? Though?
1: Essentially, yeah. But but gotcha. again, just to kind of wrap it up though, it's just it, it's there's absolutely no place for this. In any. No. I also it, don't. It, just, it,
0: I just yeah. don't get that amount of devotion to your team or to anything in life. Like I'm obviously I'm a fan of. Things I'm a fan of Philadelphia sports mainly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've I've like my everything uh, little things here and there. I'm fans of things I've nerded out over stupid stuff, (laughs) but I've never I've I'll I'll never get to that point of I'm into that game at that much. Like even if it's a heartbreaking loss, like getting swept like Florida was, I'll be upset by it by like a day, and then after that, I'll be over it. Because I'm just I'm I don't care that much. I'm a fan, but I'm not that invested into putting so much emotion into this game when it's just a game. These same players, yeah. these same players on your team right now, and you may disagree with this or whatever. Obviously, some guys who've been around your team longer, uh, fan bases and everything, will love them. Next year, that guy's on a different team. You hate him because he's uh, he's yeah. wearing a different uniform. He has exactly. a different uniform also. Now you hate him. No, you I left him he like two be, months
1: ago, but now no, you hate him. he could be on our rival team.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because even fighters, penguins wise, we've definitely had guys yeah. like Max Talbot, Yager, and who have been like, Oh, this guy's onto the Flyers now, or whatever. Like, it's like yeah. we hated this guy before, now we love him. I love Yager. He's my he's well, one of my guys. favorite guys, favorite yeah, players. He
1: actually, um, quick story he actually got in a, a car accident the other day, thankfully. He is okay. Yeah, thankfully. Um, but you know, also he's sprint. still a
0: class act, too. yeah. Still a awesome. class act, still playing. Incredible. He's incredible. He's awesome. Incredible. Anyways, back to what back sorry, I got on yeah. a little tangent there, but back to steering it towards the David Perron thing. Because clearly what this thing did, and it makes me even hate Craig Ruby more because I'm not the biggest fan of Craig Ruby to begin with. And Obviously, the guys in that locker room felt that was a dirtier hit than it was. Yes. And when everyone around you, and even if you yourself believe it's that, you have to be. And you're the coach, or you're the captain, or some cap leader on your team. You have to rise above it. You have to yeah. be an adult. The adult in the room, be like, hey, guys, this happened in the past. Let's let's get over it. Because yeah. I I generally thought they were going to get destroyed in the rest of the games because I figured this situation was like when you saw like a big hit of a key yeah. player and he got hurt and then the wins just went out of that team for the rest of the season series, but it wasn't even that like Bennington's throwing a water bottle. That's just childish Bennington stuff.
1: Bennington is one of the biggest, and he's one of the biggest cry babies in the entire yeah, league. A, And once he's getting to the point, he's gotten to the point where it's almost worse than how Crosby was when he was a rookie. And when he was a younger player, Crosby was in fact voted early in his career, very early on. I think it's ESPN.com by not just the league, not it was the league players. It was the players of the national hockey league voted him as the player to complain. Most of the referees. I remember, and this is it, completely
0: off, just something I remember, because there was a while back, back in my day, bloom days, mm-hmm. where uh, JJ, Jim Jackson, play-by-play for the Philadelphia Flyers, came by and did a talk. Yep. And I remember at one point he said he, had, he likes Sidney Crosby, but he didn't like his antics on the ice.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. And, and that's a perfectly great way to describing it. Now, I respect the hell out of the guy, yeah. because he grew up. You know, I, he's always had the talent, but he's maturity. Yeah, some was, guys can
0: grow up, some guys
1: can't. And Bennington will never grow up because it doesn't he that way is, And this this team won. Uh, the Kramer, he, Ruby's this is, a Stanley this Cup is winning the coach. same guy in Bennington who complained about, oh, I should have won Rookie of the Year. You won the Stanley Cup as a rookie. Who cares? Why do you care? You also about played about half the, the games. Calls? Exactly. Why Not do you even. care about the Rookie of the Year when you were Stanley Cup champion?
0: Yeah, the, don't try to make this a Michael Jordan kind of I took that personally kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it, it's absurd. But, but like that, will say I, go, when you go, see to, David Perron doing Praan, that, though. that to but, me and, and is and again, it was, it was Perron after Kadri scored his second and about third goal. Yeah. Perron clearly comes flying in. He tries to throw an elbow to catch mm-hmm. him. Somehow Kadri missed him or got, you know, um, moved out of the way. I don't know how he saw it, but thank God he did. Codre, um, yeah. Perron got nothing imagine if he did make contact though Kadri could be out of the playoffs because yeah. there was clear intent for injury the mm-hmm. George Paris and the Department of Player Safety don't do shit they never do no.
0: um,
1: but like, yeah. and the, like that's, and why I, that's why I go back the to playoffs. Craig
0: Brewer because clearly you're
1: all over the playoffs, and they're $5,000 max because of the CBA they need to re-rate the CBA they need to change it because they need to make and I've been saying this for years They need to make a difference where a $5,000 fine is literally a dollar to them. To us, it's a lot of money. To them, it's a dollar.
0: Depending on the player. Because there's some guys making just league minimum or whatever. But still. And these these kind of guys, sturdy players, even though there's very few of them in here, aren't making too much. And I do agree it should be more just the heftier fine. So just because it gets way, the shit out of save. the game.
1: Right. Because that way if you're truly trying to make the game safer, make it heavier fine. Yeah. The first time But in time order it, for that to happen, you it, have
0: to I feel like you have to more have more unanimous players yeah. want it. Want yeah. that.
1: And that's the problem. Nothing's going to change it. Yeah. Um, uh, but, unfortunately. Yeah. But that's yeah. just kind of
0: my two cents on that whole thing. It's, it's being I, I, way I too blown out and it really is. hopefully like this, this, this win that Blue's got last night changes their mindset, puts yeah. that shit behind them and actually makes this an interesting series, which I thought it was going to be. And I, I, you know, I honestly um, thought that the, the, well, after, after that happened, I thought yeah. the Avalanche were just going to cruise.
1: And especially how Nathan McKinnon put up a ridiculous hat-trick in a four-point night. I thought there was no way he's letting anyone take this game from him. The Blues stole a win in Colorado. It is what it is. But um, last thing on St. Twice. St. Louis... No. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very impressive win. I'm not going to lie. Um, last thing I have on St. Louis, Kurt Peruvi, Bennington, the Blues, they had not made an official statement about the threats to, to And that's what worries me is the fact that their entire fan base has, you know, so many of them have made threats. I'm not saying all St. Louis blues member or team um, fans of the team, a good amount though, have made these threats. So with that being said though, why is it that their head coach and their team don't even make a statement? And, and when someone asked me about it, he said, Oh, no comment. And he, and just so I'm you know, not, um, just quoting him, um, I, I want to get the, the direct, you know, quote that way I can just, you know, he, he, he did clarify, he said, uh, quote, again, this is the first thing he was asked about on Monday, uh, quote, I'm not on social media, I was, uh, I'm sorry, it was, he was asked about it on Monday, he said no comment. On Wednesday, yesterday, he said I'm not on my own social media, I was aware of a threat made in Nazem, not the racist stuff. In no way is it acceptable by the St. Louis Blues or anybody else for him to have to go through that. Um, Being a Native American myself, I've heard it all and I've been around it. It's not a good thing. So I just wanted to get that out there that there's no room for it anywhere. End quote. Now, what I will say though.
0: You Why it was this? Sorry, you? here's here's where you, you yeah. probably should have yeah. done your comp. Your, not even if just the racist part of it, just the comments itself. When you see you increased police presence threat. in the arena, that's when you're like, okay, let's make a comment. Let's calm it down yeah. before it
1: gets too bad. But it's just it's unbelievable. Yeah, I it it's unbelievable. It's sickening. Yeah. And how today's world is and how everything, especially, you know, in recent events of everything been going on with the mass shootings at the one just the other day as well in Texas and the one um, at the love. supermarket you know, before that, it, it's, it's disgusting. It's atrocious. It's, it's sickening. Yeah. So St. Louis Blues fans, for those who did make the comments, you need to be better. What one guy allegedly said, or his brother said, oh, he he was drunk when he said it. Drunk or not, if you're even, sober or not, it's not okay. Yeah. If I mean, you, not that I don't drunk, believe
0: that, because I assume that's when you're, obviously, when you're watching sports or whatever, you just kind right. of just drink. It's just not yes. everyone does that, obviously, but there's a good amount of right. people that will do that We're and nervous, take it too though, far.
1: That's a piss poor excuse. It is. To say, oh, I was drunk and I made these racist comments. No no, no. Mm-hmm. you knew what you were doing. Yeah, drunk or not, you knew what you were doing. Mm-hmm. So, that is a horrible excuse. So, with that being said, though, let's move on. We've talked yeah. about enough, but Sinazim an awesome Kadri and his family. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. It's downright disgusting, hor- horrible, and no one ever should have to go through that. Yeah. Hockey is not for everyone. They say it is, it is not for everyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. it should be, but it's not. It should be, but it's not. Because that's how the league has it right now. Because yeah. they're allowing situations like this. Where's Gary Bettman in all of this? Have we heard a single statement from him about this? No.
0: No, he's probably, he's trying to stay as far away as possible.
1: Exactly. He doesn't want to touch us. It's a it's a joke.
0: Kind of like he didn't want to touch 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 the shit in Chicago. Nope. Uh, but anyway, it's more f- interesting fun stuff. And I actually kind of want to talk about Florida now. Um obviously I would it's, love to talk about Florida. It's obviously I'm curious though, I'm assuming there's a lot of Florida fans that are probably thinking at this point, because he just got swept pretty easily, also, that you thought maybe at this point the season was kind of a loss, and you had a great opportunity to go for it because obviously you got the president's trophy and everything, you won your first playoff rounds, but you then just got absolutely mauled in the second round. and I'm assuming there's some people who think that this seasons lost because of that, all that. but I actually think and I'm gonna obviously quote one of my uh, go to movies here and just shake off the loss, go back just obviously our fans and fans first, you're just gonna your automatic reaction to it and obviously it's been a couple of days since they were swept, but. I was just take a couple of days obviously frustrations happen with what this happens but really to take a look back at what the season is I think yeah. this is actually a coming out party for the Florida Panthers for it people really because, outside of just us me yes. um saying just this team is actually good.
1: Well, you, so I, you I know you've been calling it for years now the Florida You've been waiting. I've been for... looking at
0: their stars because nobody was talking about their stars. Nobody was talking about Aaron Eckblad or Huberto or Barkov, and I had no idea why. Um, and outside of the fact that they just played in Florida, um, but just look at what you did. You've not only did you have a playoff series where you were ahead, which was they didn't have since 2012. Um, you won a playoff series. In the first time since Jeff and I were infants. It, at that point, that's where you have to look back. To like, Okay, this hurts, but it is a coming out party. If your team, your GM and everyone builds around good enough or well enough. I think you're. Not that far away from going to for a playoff round or a playoff
1: run. Not me, I don't know about a deep playoff run
0: yet, but a playoff run.
1: What would you consider a deep playoff run to the conference finals or all the way to the conference finals? finals? finals. Okay, so so the the commanders made a playoff run, they got past the first round in a way they made a playoff run because they got a second round. I don't want anyone
0: to take this kind of comparison like. if you're a Panthers fan, but I feel like you're in the very infant stages of being a playoff team. And the fact that you've obviously had to deal with, because this isn't the first time that you've made the playoffs. It's not even the first time in the last two years that you played the Lightning. Um, But you saw what happens, how much the season or the playoffs is different from the season. I think one thing that may have hurt the Panthers this playoffs and particularly the uh, second round and some of the first round is I think because of how well they played this season, they weren't. And yeah, obviously they lost games here and there. They didn't go undefeated, obviously, but I think they were never really tested to terribly much or had to very worry that much. And then when it happened, the playoffs, you saw them kind of struggle with, okay, well, we're struggling in this game. We're going to make a little tweaks here and there, but then come back to the same lineup the next game and expect different results when it wasn't really happening. You see, it, my took problem you, is... it took you a game before getting eliminated in round two for you to finally score a, play, a power play goal and to make any kind of changes to that power play too, yeah. outside of just going, let's go five forwards or put Aaron Eckbat on. Yeah.
1: Now, a couple of things I will say. Also, One, where's the... Like- No, never mind. Go. (laughs) Um, Like you said, though, did they get tested much this season? I don't think so either. They, you know, uh, people kept you know referring to it as the comeback cats. That's great and all, but you don't want to always be the comeback team. It's exhausting. They were down several goals, two, three goals in a couple of different playoff games alone this year. Most notably against Caps round one when they had an incredible, if not even more than a four-nothing game. Who knows? But three-nothing. Uh, it okay, it's three nothing. Um, but you know, for example, though.
0: Yeah, Connor Carnegie had a five point game.
1: Yeah. Which is insane. Uh and that was his coming out party to those fans who do not truly know how good Carter Verhage is. Yes. Um, but for example, Panthers played uh, the Devils earlier this year. They were down six to two and they won. Amazing comeback, but it gets, it's against New Jersey. Yeah, If and, they did it against a playoff team, that's more impressive during the regular season, not the New Jersey Devils. No disrespect to them. No. Look where they end up. Also, oh, the season's different because
0: you can obviously get away with more offensive, and obviously, right. Ford has a good amount of offensive power.
1: Exactly. Um, no, and, what I will say is they need to get rid of, a, a, they need to seriously reevaluate their coaching staff this year. Yeah, even though he's I know good. they he, just made it to the second round. So Andrew Burnett will get a legitimate look. And he My may only even other win President's Trophy or not, pre- Jack, Jack Adams. Yeah. My thing is with him, and we'll get to this more in a second. Give him one year extension and say, look, you have one year to prove us. Yeah. You know, just and- prove it. You don't have to win the President's Trophy. Get to the second round again, see what you can do with that. See how much of a difference you'll see in the playoffs versus this playoffs.
0: And I said it a couple times, even in the first round. And obviously, and I think he shouldn't be coaching right now, Quinville. But you can't hockey wise, sticking hockey wise wise. Correct. His experience from winning three cups and all that, in six and how years, and how much experience—not just player wise, but coaching wise—also plays a hand in mm-hmm. playoffs. And I think this is also, I don't think this is a one and done. I don't think they're making the playoffs here and then not making the playoffs for the next like three or four years. I think they, I think you're going to see the next few years, the division in the Atlantic be Tampa, Florida, Toronto. Not, in, not in that order, but in any order, just those three teams, especially if, and it seemed like it at the end of their uh, series against Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, if Bergeron is uh, retiring. Because that is a that is a really huge loss of, he is retiring for uh, Boston. Not saying Boston can't make the playoffs. I'm just saying I don't think I think they're still a wild card team at that point. They're not a division taking the division spot. Um, and I think Florida, from their talent that they have, what they can do to rebuild, to tool, and just focus on how to be a better team in the playoffs. That's what the focus has to be on now. Um, and they still have good pieces. They have still decent death pieces too. You have Reinhardt. You have Bennett. Uh, no, Atari may not come back. He's a free agent at the end of the year. Um, um also a free agent. I, don't, you I got
1: Declare still. You got a very young yeah. Tom Lundell. Um, you got you good Gustav pieces. Forsen. You got really good pieces. And I also say this too. He was due for a contract, by the way. Yeah,
0: and I'll say this too. Just why I've always kind of liked florida from afar is the one thing i respect about them is it was a couple of years ago where um i guess their, their owner was asked about uh relocating if you want to relocate the team I said no i love being i like being in florida we are not moving i'm not moving this team and i re- I respect that because it's no secret at all if you ever see a florida panthers game at home there is barely anyone there
1: their attendance is Awful. It, it looks you can, like the Philadelphia Fires attendance this year, but yeah. on a daily basis.
0: But Florida also is pretty f- uh fair weather in terms of their fan bases, unless it's like college football or something like that. That's where most of their attendances. Like you can look at baseball, basketball, the Miami, Miami Heat in the playoffs were not really selling out crowds either. No. But Florida is not the biggest the fan base is Tampa, which helps is that their seats are blue. So you never really know if there's a lot of people there or not. Uh, <laughs> they also want two cups. So right now yes, there's and same with the Bucks. The Bucks have Tom Brady. So they're gonna be, you know, more people are gonna be be paying attention to him. But I do appreciate the fact that he is like, no, I wanna stay. So that's one reason why I've always kind of liked him from afar. It's because yeah. anyone else, if you like owner-wise, would have been like, yeah, let's go to a better market. Let's go to Quebec. Let's go to Halifax. Let's go to Hartford. Let's just go somewhere else. This this, this isn't working. Did somebody in say Quebec,
1: Arizona?
0: That would just be too much of a headache. You're moving across, con- unless I guess you could move Detroit back to the West, but eh, we'll
1: see.
0: Anyways, um, but yeah, that's just kind of my thinking of Florida. I, I don't think it's a one and done. Um, I'll also is, say, I'll, I'll in, so I think, I think. Oh yeah, um, this is my thinking too. Just to yeah. turn it the little bit, we're going to talk about the fires in Claude Giroux. This is where it's. I. They have to make a decision because obviously, Barkov is going to ten million dollars at the start of next season. Um, not that he's not worth it, because he is a great, great player.
1: Bar- which means you have Bar- now. Barkov is already on his ten mil. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it, right. Right.
0: His, the cap friendly has already changed them.
1: Yeah, thank uh, you. I can't see
0: that. It's going to be between Sherrod or Drew, who they give the contract to. And I'd give it to Sherrod because the defense is where you'd need help with more than your yeah. offense. They'd say, hey, and Drew, thanks honest, for thanks for everything up. you were able to do for us in that short span you were here.
1: They gave up a good amount for Ben Sherrod. It would honestly be a mistake not to bring him back. And be. I was looking at the cap friendly, though. They do not have a first round pick for the next three years. They do not have a second round pick this year. They went very hard. They went pretty hard. They do not not have a third round pick for next year. Yeah, because they obviously traded one. I think they traded one for Sam Reinhart. They They traded another one one for Sam Reinhart. for for Sharat, and then 2024 for Giroud. Mm -hmm.
0: So there's definitely. they definitely wanted to go in on it for the season. You obviously brought in some veterans and Drew and Thornton and everything. Even though you weren't really playing Thornton, but when you look at it at the end of the day, it's. I think Drew, I don't know if that means Drew's coming back to the Flyers. I just don't think he's coming back to Florida, just because I think Florida was saying honestly, unless it's like a very friendly deal, because they they already don't have a great cap to begin with, right. and it's just going to go up because they have to deal with another 10 mil con
1: uh, yeah. year. I don't know what to expect with Giroux right now. Because meaning, and I, think I don't he, know if he goes back to Florida. I don't know if he goes back to Philly.
0: I don't think he Honestly, knows right now. I, I think I he's think just he going to take the off season to think about it. And That's the annoying exactly thing for right. him is that everyone's going to pester him about it. No matter where oh, he, any public thing. Honestly, gonna say. For
1: Giroux, if I'm you, just stay off your phone. I mean, just you think he is the most part of No, for sure, and he's usually very good at that. I would imagine. Yeah. Also, he's he's got is, his he's got his kids that so he's yeah, like, and on I'm those. sure he would be more focused on that, Gavin. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, though, obviously, as Flyers his fans, we would love to see him back. But that's yeah. M- most most Flyers fans. There are some Flyers fans that think that they should just move on. It's the end which of makes an era. Sense. I get it. It's the end of the Giroux era theoretically, and they should move on. But let's be honest. If he wants to come back to Philadelphia, let him come back and finish his career there. Besides, how can it hurt you any worse from where you're at right now? Exactly. Come on, let's be honest. Yeah, it won't. So, no. um, but for Florida, again, assuming that all their free agents you know, are gone, that their upcoming UFA's they're projected to have three point nine two cap space, a million cap space. Um,
0: that's not a lot.
1: To it's list. not, especially when you're, t-
0: which right now they're in the same field potentially that Carolina, that Carolina, Colorado, and what Tampa Bay was before, and even Vegas, and that they're trying to find the right kind of uh, pieces to get in order to make a deep playoff run. Yes. Obviously, it took a lot of battling for Tampa to finally get there, but Tampa finally got there. They finally figured out what they need depth-wise and everything to be able to compete. Uh, I think Florida is still missing a couple pieces to be that. Uh, Carolina has good pieces, but I still think they're a little bit away. Um, and Colorado, on paper, again, on paper they may be, but I'm not. I'm not gifting them the cup just yet. There's it's a Actually, yeah, I'll, I'll come back to it. Actually, that's, is, are you done with talking Florida? Yeah. Okay. Because I do want to explain something as to, because if you, I, I don't think it's any question on this podcast uh, that I've never been the biggest fan of Colorado, at least this iteration no. of the Colorado avalanche. No. And I kind of want to give a little explanation of that. Um, I may have said it before on podcast, off podcast, whatever, Um but for me it's out of spite. I'm very spiteful in my hate. I have nothing I have nothing on a normal basis uh, before this I, they were pretty meh for me. I, I, I didn't were. hate them. I didn't love them. They were just Avalanche they were they were a cool team in Colorado. I liked the logo I liked their colors. That's, that's kind of how I thought about them. I love Joe Sakik. I love the uh, Peter Forsberg and all that. I think Nathan McKinnon is the second best player in hockey. Um, I don't doubt their talent. I think if I was starting a team right now and I had to pick a litter of GMs to build that team around outside of Steve Yersman being my number one, Joe Sackett would probably be my number two.
1: Exactly. Because he's quietly done a very good job with two best GMs in the league right now, Steve Yersman and Joe Sackett.
0: So I don't doubt it. It's just I find it annoying when people over predict or are automatically saying this. Here's the cup congratulations when they haven't really been tested outside of going to the second round. But no. having said that I'm going to go on a very bold prediction here. Very bold. This is going to be their closest chance or best chance to go into the cup finals and winning it. I do not think it's going to happen. Cause I think that if we're saying, and I think it's going to happen, it's going to be Colorado versus Tampa in the Stanley cup. And, Tampa and if I'm going to looking, Pete, yeah, they're going to be three if Mainly
1: because let's be honest. They got the better team. Not only that, they don't have the experience in Colorado. They've never been to this. None, no, no player on this roster has been, except for Arturio and theoretically, because he was on Montreal, won the went to the Cup final last year. But mm-hmm. other than him, I gotta pull up their team just in case, make sure I'm not misspeaking. Um, none of these players. Except for what Luckin and Darren Helm because he's on Detroit when they went to the cup final in Ohio. Jack Johnson, Jack Johnson, thank you. Yeah, but then um, he won that last time in uh, LA before dope. he was dealt. Still... No, I guess wait, not. Jack Johnson? No, maybe not. Pittsburgh or in LA?
0: No, he wasn't there when – he wasn't in Pittsburgh until 2018-19. So was that ah, okay. when – they won? I don't think they won in 18-19. They won 2016-2017. So. Yeah, Um, because he was traded from L.A. to Columbus in 2011-2012. Yeah. So may, I may be wrong there, actually, with Jack Johnson. Um, no, anyway,
1: but regardless, there's four, five players max that have Stanley Cup final experience, not just winning it, I'm talking actually. Oh, Darren being Helm. There. Darren Helm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So saying Darren Helm. Yeah. Um, but regardless, though, yeah. they've been here three times. Their core has been here three times yeah. since 2015. Stamkos, Palat, Kalorn, Kucherov, Vasilaski. Yeah. Those five, I hadn't meant six, have been here in the San Caballos three times in their career since 2015.
0: 2015, 2019,
1: 2020. Yeah. And sorry, 2020, 2021.
0: If we're, and this is obviously future wise. And if it does happen, we'll talk about it more. But if we're looking, if we're comparing the two teams, Colorado obviously have the best player in the whole series and Nathan McKinnon. I don't think anyone's going to doubt me on that. No. But outside of that, I'm taking pretty much everyone in Tampa over Colorado. Yeah. Even depth wise, I know people aren't the biggest fan of Corey Perry, but depth wise, he, he plays big he plays big role. Belmar team. was in Colorado not that long ago.
1: Yeah, that's true. Also, Ross Colton, the rookie from last year, uh, he he uh, obviously now sophomore, he's very underrated. Um yeah. he's and actually seen foot. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: but that. But I, I say that I think this is their best chance to do it mainly because Vegas missed the playoffs. Yes. And I always go back to that. If we're saying regular playoffs and conference, it's those two meet it you It's always going to have to be a dogfight between those two yeah. teams. So I think this is going to be their best chance to, I just don't see it happening. And again, I just don't like them out of spite. I have nothing really against the team at all. It's just kind of the people around it thinking they're already the best team. When it's, yeah. I, I get it on paper, but this Tampa Bay is, is play the game. It is. The only t- the team that you should be doing to is Tampa because they're great on paper and they've
1: done it in actuality. Honestly, I doubt it's going to happen, but I would low-key love the rematch of the 2006 finals, Edmonton and the Carolina.
0: That would be fun. Um, but I will say this too, and it's, this would be another thing that would annoy me because um, I assume tonight Edmonton is going to move on. So I assume it's going to be Edmonton and Colorado, which means yeah. it's going to be the first time in the playoffs that Connor McDavid and Nathan McKinnon are going to go. And I guarantee you there's going to be some people when eventually, because I assume Colorado is going to be able to write down either Edmonton or Calgary um, just because their talent is just... Fastly superior, and Mike Smith you can't trust. Center. he let a no. goal in from the blue line, the opposite yes. blue line,
1: the opposite blue line,
0: um, you can't trust that um, no. against Nathan McKinnon. But I feel like some people in the debate of who's the best player versus Connor McDavid versus Nathan McKinnon, if Nathan McKinnon wins that series, they hate him. Hey, They're hey, going to say hey. yeah. That's gonna be something that will and be.
1: in reality. That's not the case at all. I, I don't think it's the case. He's I just, that's not He's on that. That's on the what the
0: team player. what the that team has built around them. And what Correct. Edmonton has done is built around the offensive ability of Connor McDavid and hope that can take him as far as it can. They haven't dealt with really much of the defensive and goaltending issues that I still think they have. Whereas again, like we just said, Joe Sackett's. Probably the second best GM in the league right now. And yes. he makes subtle changes that's really helped his team. So, I, yeah, it's just something that would annoy me. Um,
1: I but believe it.
0: Kind of one last thing. And okay, do you want to talk about Toronto or do you want to say that for another time?
1: We can honestly say it for another time. Yeah. Cause I, Cause I, I feel like I have a, like quite a bit to talk about them.
0: Um, so one last thing here, then, and it's just something I've Jeff and I have been talking about the past couple of days. It's just a simple fact of the second round has been pretty lame for the most part. Outside of that last game with St. Louis and Colorado, that's pretty much been a landslide. The battle of Alberta has been just who wants to play defense first, who wins that series, who wins the game, and. It, Obviously, Tampa Bay just rolled over Florida, Yep, which just leaves one series that's been kind of close, and that's the Carolina-New York series. New York. And maybe it's just because we were spoiled with how great that first round was with pretty much every series except for one going to at least six or seven seven
1: games. Five out of seven, one to seven. Yeah. There's two that did not, six... Game series between uh, Florida and Washington, and a sweep in Colorado and Nashville.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: other and than that, I, everyone, everyone else went to seven.
0: Yeah, I just, I just find this second round pretty lame, which is why I feel like it's. I don't think it's that predictable, but I just think when I look at these games and I look at mm-hmm. these teams, I just don't see how it's not going to end up being Tampa and yeah. Colorado because Tampa is. I think I want Carolina to beat New York because I think that's going to be a better series.
1: That, but also, two. I am praying that Carolina wins. Same.
0: Mainly because we don't like the Rangers. No. Um, I just think that Tampa Bay would be able to overpower. I think it would be similar to if. No matter
1: who makes it the conference finals to play Tampa Bay. They're going back to the Stanley Cup final. That's yeah. a given. Mm-hmm. Matters, matter of time will show who it will be. I'm praying it's the Hurricanes, but we'll see. Yeah. Who knows? Because they can't apparently win on the road. They forgot how to do that.
0: Well, the and good thing for them they- is right now they just have to win two games at home because yep. there's three games left in the series, two at home, one on the road. If that's here, if that is the way it is, and they can only win at home, they will actually yeah. win the series. Yes, thank you. So, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, this hopefully, these two rounds that I thought were going to be close with will actually be that because obviously, this Colorado series is now in game six. Um, so I, I, I just hope so. I hope that goes seven. I hope this goes potentially yes. to six or seven. I just want fun playoff hockey again. Um, Yeah. Uh, And with that until next week, I think we are pretty much done here again. Like we said, it's going to be a quick, it was going to be a cookie. But until then, until eh, I actually think we're going to be off next week because of the holiday for under Tubers. So until next time we podcast, uh, we'll see you.